0: Welcome to Cellar Dive episode number 19 of...
1: Brutal Battle. It has been a little bit since we did a Cellar Dive. And to be honest, we're starting to get low on cellar beers. Yeah. So there may be a point where we just can't do this anymore. It's just
0: going to have to be like beers in the fridge.
1: Yeah, or just like beers we have. Yeah. Yeah. I, although I don't think we should call it that as an episode. It's
0: not that enticing. But No,
1: no, not at all. Uh, people would see that on iTunes and be like, beers we have. I have beers as well. Skip. No, but, um, I mean, one of the beers here is not really from the cellar, but it's a cellarable beer. So, yeah, the, the final one. Oh, yes, okay. yes. Was Rebecca like, was which just pointing, pointing to it. Oh, the yeah, other yeah.
0: three we did pull out of the set.
1: Yes, the other three are pretty old, actually. And one of them doesn't is not date-coded, so I don't know how old it is. I think that is the oldest one, though. This one? Yeah, the third yeah. one. Yeah. So, like usual, Rebecca picked two. I picked two. I think we need to compete again. I think we need to go back to being like, this is kind of a competition, and okay. whoever picked the best two is the winner, and whoever picked the, the worst two is not. So, what are we going to wager? There should be a oh, wager. There's a wager. Oh, if we're betting on it, like we okay, gotta make this like high uh, stakes. Yeah, I don't like
0: that. I just bragging rights is enough.
1: I don't like the bragging rights. How about whoever loses has to feed the cat on the weekend, both days for one weekend. Fine. That's it. That's a good wager, right? Okay. Because just to explain to people, people are like, "What do you mean? Cats just don't." Cats eat whenever.
0: Not our cat.
1: Yeah, most cats do, yes. Our cat, she needs to stay on her schedule. Otherwise, she'll end up eating too fast eventually. She throws up, and then she's not eating at all, and it's just this whole problem. So, we do get up early on the weekends as well, just like during the week, to feed her, and then we just go back to bed. So, it's always a hassle. We usually split it one and one each weekend, so... We have done this before where we wager on something. Like, the loser has to get her both days on the weekend. So, that's what's on the line. So, something to be rooting for. Or not to not be. So, you have to
0: try try to be very impartial on this, then.
1: No, I know. I'll be fair about it. Okay. I'll definitely be fair about it. See,
0: I'm not going to... I know I'm not even going to like your beers, though.
1: Yeah, but you have to be realistic about are they good or not. You know what I mean? I'll see. I mean, come on. It's just like... Right now when we're recording, it's in December, so Rebecca's watching a lot of Christmas movies. It's just like the fact that when I watch some Christmas movies with you, I would I don't like it because I don't want to watch Christmas movies necessarily. But if I happen to watch one with you, that I'm like, that wasn't that bad for a Christmas movie. Hmm. So you need to be able in this instance to be like, like that, was, that, bad. that was actually good for a sour, even though I'm not interested yeah. in it. So that's the impartiality. Okay. So, we're going to start off with one of your beers. Mm-hmm. You may introduce it.
0: So, it is Oak Aged Vanilla Worldwide Stout by Dogfish Head. It's in a 12-ounce bottle. It says ages well on it.
1: I mean, our experience with their higher ABV beers is they do age well. And we had that one a year or two ago. Uh, another one of the, those. And it was really still really good.
0: And we don't... Oh, there it is.
1: There's a date code. It's like four and a half years she in the bottle. 17? Yeah, so it's like four and a half years in the bottle We're we're doing it right now. I have a feeling this will still be good. It
0: should still be good. This could
1: actually still be amazing. I just hope the head. vanilla hasn't fallen out. I know. Yeah, that's always that's always a danger with these beers. Okay, I'll pour you a little bit. Oh, what did you say they be? Yeah, I was
0: just gonna say I didn't say.
1: Okay. I thought maybe you didn't, but I want to make sure.
0: I don't know if I saw uh, it on there. I don't, yeah, you know, I don't
1: see, it's got to be on here, though. Oh, it might be on, Might may have been on the 4-pack that it was on. Can you look it up on your phone? Do you have your phone on untapped? Because it'll be on untapped. I think it's around, like, 12 or something, is my guess. Yeah. Well, I pour myself some. And let's be honest, it just looks, you know... It looks like an imperial type. Do you need me to pour you a little more,
0: maybe? Yeah, yes, you were no. a little skimpy.
1: I know, I was. Well, I don't, like, this is higher ABV. I didn't want to make you commit to something that you weren't necessarily going going to drink all of before our next beer. We're not, this isn't a race. We're not trying to get hammered. We're trying to evaluate these beers, see how well they've aged, basically. So, I feel like this is 12-something per, uh, per. Abb wise, but uh, I'm gonna start looking at it.
0: Sixteen?
1: Are you serious?
0: Bourbon? Oh, this isn't bourbon barrel oak aged. This isn't bourbon barrel. This, this is, just is a oak aged, aged
1: vanilla. vanilla, oak aged vanilla worldwide stout from 2017. We should have checked into it at some point. Well, I mean, we have checked into it.
0: Seventeen
1: point five. Okay, even higher, even higher. Okay, well. I mean, that makes sense though, because as I'm swirling it up, it's really sticking to the sides of the glass. Like, really sticking. That yeah, smells really good though. So, that ah, does smell good.
0: That barrel. Ooh. There's a little olive in there though.
1: There is a little olive, which you know, I hate the olive smell, but it doesn't mean that it's going to be in the flavor. In fact, I'm really hoping that it's not in the flavor.
0: Whenever you pick out the olive, I normally don't pick it out, but I really get it in this. It's very strong.
1: Yeah, the olive is strong. There's a bit of an astringency coming off of it, but there's a decent chocolate to it and a roastiness, a nice roastiness. um,
0: The wood is really nice. Mm -hmm. It's like not too much,
1: it's really woody. But the more I smell it, like, it starts to really get dominated by that olive and the astringency. It's like they're teaming up in the worst way possible.
0: My first sniff was like, oh, this smells good. And then as soon as I hit that olive, I was like, ugh.
1: I mean, that'll turn a nose for you. High hopes. Let's go.
0: Still tastes pretty good. That's nice. It's very smooth.
1: Yeah, it's a lot smoother than you would assume, especially based off the smell. There is a bit of an astringency, but it's not as much as you would think no. based off of the nose.
0: It's definitely not as boozy as I thought it was going to be. Um, and I'm getting some of the vanilla.
1: And you said 17 and a half, so. Yeah, I actually am getting some vanilla, too. I'm getting a decent amount of that wood that you said was smelling really nice on the nose. A lot of nice roastiness on the yeah. finish. Like, it's after there's nothing left in your mouth, it's just the residual flavors in there. A, a lot of wood a lot of roast and a very nice bitter chocolate, bitter dark chocolate. Um this is still holding up well. Yeah, it's, it I really it is. tastes good. That's I mean it's still dangerous. At 17 and a half it is still dangerous in my opinion. I really like that roast on the finish.
0: Yeah, it's tasty. Like
1: it's almost a little coffee roast, but not quite because it when it starts to get to the point of being like a coffee roast, then it rolls into that bitter dark chocolate. It's good. Ooh, my throat's it's getting starting really to burn. Warm. <laughs> my yeah. throat's getting really warm right now. Really warm right now. Yeah. Hmm. I don't necessarily taste the 17 and a half, but I feel it going down. So there is that.
0: Yeah, you can definitely tell it's boozy.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh. Ooh.
1: And honestly, when you take like a bigger swig of it, because I did like to finish off what was in my glass, the alcohol hits you harder and the bitterness hits you harder. I'm glad I didn't taste the olive. That was very, very good. I was very worried about that one.
0: Yeah, it's in the nose, but like after, as you're drinking it and going back into the glass to drink it, it doesn't hit you.
1: Right as much. I'm impressed that there is
0: get acclimated to it.
1: Yeah, I'm impressed that there is still some vanilla.
0: Yeah,
1: Um, because like you were saying, you were worried that it wouldn't be there anymore. But yeah, I mean, it probably
0: was more intense when it was fresher. But
1: oh no, it definitely was. I remember, and the last time we had it, like I said, maybe two years ago, there was there was definitely more vanilla in it then. But it's still good. Mm -hmm. Still enjoy it. So the next one is my first one, and this ha- this was on the podcast when it was fresh. This was courtesy of Nathan and Erica Klasnik, who it's been a while since I've been on here. Um, they had gone down to visit Nathan's family in South Carolina and went to Westbrook Brewing Company and brought us back this, which is a bourbon barrel-aged Oud Brune. This is part of their Barrel Room Reserve series. Now, this bourbon barrel-aged oud brune is a sour brown aged two years in bourbon barrels, and this particular uh, beer has been in the bottle for six years at this point. So two years in the bourbon barrels, then bottled, now an extra six years sitting in this bottle, and it's 8% alcohol. It's in a 22-ounce bottle, and we will see if it held up well. I remember when we had this, when it was fresh, and it was really good. Like, the sourness with, like, the bourbon notes was awesome. I remember that. So, hopefully it's still pretty awesome. Is that okay? Yeah. Amount-wise. I'm excited for this. I'm really excited for this. Please don't let me down. And I'm going to be particularly bummed if it didn't hold up well, because it was really awesome when it was fresh.
0: It's stinky. <laughs>
1: Rebecca's face looks bad. Is it like an acetone?
0: It's like sauerkraut. Oh, no.
1: I mean, like, it's like a sour.
0: I think it smells like sauerkraut.
1: I, okay. I see where you can be pulling a sauerkraut type. I don't think it's quite like that. I do think the brown ale aspect of it really puts a multi-sweetness in there as well.
0: I mean, I'm definitely getting the multi-sweetness. I'm getting the sour. I get the bourbon. Yeah, I do get the bourbon.
1: I get a lot of wood. There's a lot of wood coming Um, through. I just
0: can't get past what I perceive as sauerkraut, though.
1: Here's the thing. As I, like, my first few sniffs, it is very sour. Then when I keep sniffing, a lot more of those darker notes are coming through. Like that kind of sweet, malty, roastiness from being a brown and the wood. Those start to come through, and it just kind of, like, takes the sourness down nose-wise for me. So it's starting to smell more balanced. Yeah. There's a little bit of a pencil shaving note, which I assume is coming from the wood. I smelled that in sours before, though. So, yeah. I think it smells good, to be honest. I really do. Ready to go in. It's
0: very light.
1: It is not nearly as sour as you would think, based off the no. Wow. Wow. Um, there is a sourness to it, but it's not... Intense.
0: No, it's very mild. Like all the flavors are very muted.
1: It just makes it easy. It's a little sweet. It's actually a decent amount sweet on the finish.
0: I mean definitely it's building my saliva up and it's making me pucker.
1: Yeah. There's it's a lot of wood in the flavor.
0: It's but more i like, like it. tart.
1: Like some yeah. good
0: tartness. Yeah,
1: not sour, more tart. I get a little bit of that pencil shaving, like I said I was getting in the nose. I get a lot of straight-up, like, oak to it from the bourbon barrel. I get a little kiss of the actual, well, more than a kiss, of the actual bourbon. There's a little bit of, like, a caramel-y in there with some, you know, distinct just other bourbon spirit flavors. And the sourness. So, you get, like, a bit of, like, a that lemony sour. Yeah. Somewhat in the beginning, but then it kind of goes more to like a, you know when you get like a, a kind of underripe plum and it's kind of tart?
0: Okay.
1: I kind of feel like I get that. I can see that. I like this. I think it's still good. I think it held up really well. And as I continue to sip it, I feel like the bourbon's coming, coming through more, which is even better for this beer.
0: It's okay. I don't love it.
1: Gonna be honest, I like it more than the worldwide.
0: Okay.
1: I do. I assume you don't. I don't. I feel like we're gonna be tied. The fact, but here's the thing, the fact that this is six years in the bottle, and it's still tasting this good, kind of blows my mind.
0: Yeah.
1: Hmm. I was very much prepared for it to kind of suck. Oh, really? (laughs) At this point, Yeah. Well, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, expect it to suck, but be hopeful that it won't. You know, one of yeah. those ordeals.
0: Well, you never know.
1: That's how I approach it. But, no, it's still good. Um really going to enjoy dr- uh, drinking more of this. I'm down with it. All right, now that we're rinsed, beer number three is Rebecca's last entry in this, also in a 22-ounce.
0: Yeah. So is the one we're kind of like, eh... Uh... Okay, this is by Duclaw Brewing Company. It is our Double Naked Fish, a bourbon barrel-aged Imperial Chocolate Raspberry Stout. It's 8.1%.
1: Yeah, and this is the one we don't know how old it is. It's old, though. It's got to be older than the Westbrook. I mean, this is like seven, eight years in the bottle, probably. Oh, actually, you know what? Look it up on Untapped real quick and see if, because I don't think they've done it. Other than when we got this bottle, I don't think they did it again. And also, I would have checked into it because I think we had it fresh. So you could at least probably see my check-in date. Double Naked Fish by Duclaw. You would probably want to put in Duclaw and then Double Naked Fish. But, okay. Opening it up. I'll pour it while you look for that. And then we should have an actual accurate date on it. Untapped is a solid resource, you guys. It is. As much as it gets complained about here and there. It's a solid resource. Now.
0: I'm guessing 2017. Oh, really? Or 2016.
1: Why? What are you saying? It was done both years? Is that what you're saying? I can't tell. Here. Hand me me the phone. Because I can just search under. Here's the thing. You start looking at it and talking about it and I'll, I'll let you know.
0: Okay. Well, it looks like a stout. Hmm. Another very muted nose. Is it? Yeah.
1: Okay. I checked in in 2017, February. So at this point, it's four and a half years, basically. It's about the same as the Oak-Aged Worldwide Stout. Okay. So this is not as old as I thought.
0: Interesting. Okay. All right, so you... I'm getting, like, some roasty, some chocolatey. I think the uh, raspberry is completely fallen out. I'm not getting raspberry at all. Does it smell a little maple-y to you for some no, reason? No, it just smells... It doesn't smell, like, particularly good.
1: No. It just smells kind of, like, murky, muddy. Yeah. I get chocolatey to it, though. Right,
0: that's a nice. said. It's like
1: murky, muddy chocolate.
0: Are you getting any bourbon barrel? I'm not. I mean, I do
1: feel like I get a slight vanilla. It's slight vanilla. I get a slight caramel to it. Uh, it's not strong on the bourbon on the nose. Um,
0: Nothing's th- really strong on the nose. I
1: do feel like there's a low level, indescribable fruitiness. Like, I can't pin it down. Like, there's a fruitiness. I don't know what fruitiness. I don't know. It doesn't smell the best.
0: This is not good. It tastes like nothing.
1: It's very thin. Yeah. It is very thin.
0: This did not age well. It's. It just tastes like. A little bit of chocolate. A little bit of malt water.
1: So there is. A fruity to it. It's very low level. And it tastes artificial.
0: Well Nick and Fish from what I remember was a little artificially.
1: Wasn't it done with uh like raspberry flavored coffee beans. I think that's initially what Naked Fish was, is it was done with with those coffee beans. Does it say anything about that on here? Let me see. Well, no, it says stout brewed with coffee, aged in bourbon barrels, natural flavors added. Yeah, so there's there's not any actual raspberry in there. Is raspberry flavoring when it was put in? So, yeah. what little bit you're getting tastes artificially because it is artificial. Yeah, I don't Well, like I mean, this. they said natural flavors. They said natural, yeah. I don't like it. I do taste the wood from the barrel coming through. It's. There's just not a lot of flavor. Like, everything's so low level. Yeah. And the fact that it's double naked fish and it's so thin yeah is crazy
0: time was not kind so for this thin. beer
1: when i take a bigger sip though i do get like a coffee roast in there but it's not like it's good coffee
0: i don't need to have more of that
1: it's like dookie coffee flavor yeah i don't like it at all well i'll read you what it says on here you should be getting out of the uh for the flavor notes it says this full-bodied stout boasts a lush blend of chocolate and raspberry notes from gourmet coffee and cocoa nibs and accents of vanilla, caramelized sugar, and charred wood. I'm getting more of the charred wood than anything. Charred wood from bourbon barrel aging.
0: Yeah. I'm sure it was very good when it's fresh. I
1: Okay, so I remember when we had this and I didn't really like it that much. You oh, really? did. You did, but I didn't.
0: I don't like it now.
1: Um
0: I think you're going to win this competition
1: oh why do you think that my last beer is going to be amazing or something
0: well one of my beers was a total stinker
1: <laughs> yeah it was
0: so and unless your last ma- one is a stinker which i know it's not going to be
1: well and here's another thing i picked sours both sours for this why why is that rebecca
0: because it's the only way you were going to get me to drink them
1: Mm-hmm. so maybe we just need to keep doing these cellar dives so that i can keep getting rebecca to actually drink sours with me
0: this last beer he's been trying to get me to drink, and I'm like, I'm not feeling it. I don't want to.
1: I've been trying to get you to drink this for months, <laughs> and here's the thing. I have a feeling that you're gonna l- like it. I might I have a feeling you're gonna like it because it is by sapwood sellers. I
0: just feel like I have to be in the right mood.
1: well, is now the mood I don't
0: have a choice is
1: you losing this your the mood. <laughs> So this is uh, Sapwood Cellars, their fellow feeling. It is a sour ale aged in oak barrels with grapes and black currants added. 8.9% alcohol. And this is like a 500 milliliter bottle. So it's not quite 750. I do like, I'm not going to read any of the flavor notes right now, but I do like that they put some information on the back of this. They say brewed October to December of 2019 bottled in May, well, May 19th of 2021. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it, in the bottle, it's not quite a year for us. It's like half a year, basically. Bottle count 768. Final pH 3.09. Seller three years, they say on here. They mm. tell you seller it up to three years. But hey, we're going to try it fresh, fresh. Which is not common for us with these episodes. Oh. No carbonation at like at all when I open that up. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing.
0: That's a oh plenty color. of carbonation while I'm
1: pouring it yeah, though. It's a pretty color. Yeah. I assumed it would be. I you know, I've been really enjoying when we have some of Sapwood's sours. We've had a few that we really fell in love with. Uh there was like a gin I think we talked about it. There was like a gin barrel aged um Pale Sour, I believe, and then there was, most recently, it was, like, Blueberry and Raspberry Sour. That was awesome. So, like, Blueberry and Raspberry. It was so fruity and nice. But, yeah, this is, like, a nice deep
0: red. Mm-hmm. Like, you a can, pretty, like, ruby.
1: Yeah, you can kind of see through it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not hazy or anything. Like, you can see through it. It's just the color makes it a little bit harder because it's such a deep color. Decent amount of bubbles hanging out on the top, and it's a mixture of small, medium, and large.
0: Very fruity. I wouldn't be able to pick out what fruit it is.
1: It's very funky. It is funky. It's got a lot of funky to it. Which, you know, I'm all in for that. And, and uh, that pencil shaving that I was saying that I was getting from some of the other beers, I'm getting it even more in this. It's very pronounced.
0: Some lemony tartness.
1: I'm going to say this, and I hope this doesn't ruin it for you. Band-Aid. Uh, There's a Band-Aid smell. Isn't there? It smells kind of like band-aids no. a little bit. It smells decent though. I'm ready to go in. Let's do this. It's very light.
0: It is very light.
1: A lot lighter than I was assuming it would be. Mmm. Lots of tannins hitting my tongue immediately.
0: There's something in it I don't like.
1: It's that kind of band-aid.
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like a little medicinal.
1: Yeah, which I think that's kind of coming along with that funkiness to it. Like, it tastes like kind of Britannomyces.
0: Yeah.
1: um, Which I know you're not big on Britannomyces in the first place. So maybe that's part of the problem. Uh, It does, doesn't it? I think I saw something on here. About... I don't know. Mm -hmm. I thought at some point I saw that it said something about, like the degrees that it should be consumed at, but no, that oh. was wrong. So it's what and what black currants. Okay. I think it's leaning more into the grapes. Like the grapes are a lot mm-hmm. more present in the actual flavor than the black currants are. And for that reason, like I was saying, there's a lot of tannins hitting your tongue immediately. So it's giving it that kind of like sorry if you hear the cat, she always have to always has to make her presence known. She's uh, scratching Stuff stuff that she's allowed to, though. But anyway, like, that tannin, it's just, like, it's this kind of, like, cloying bitterness. If anyone knows, like, the skin of red grapes is where a lot of tannins come from. You can also get it from the wood of barrels, and you, most, mostly people know it experience-wise from, like, those little strips uh, that come off the peel on bananas when you eat those. Like, that kind of, like, drying bitterness that you get is tannins, so there's a lot of that showing up in this, and it's very white wine, or white wine, red wine. It's very mm-hmm. red wine.
0: I will say out of all the sapwood sours I've had, I I don't this is one of the lower ranking ones for me.
1: I agree with that. I really do, especially because that that bandaid note doesn't go away. Yeah. It's very present. It just does not go away. It's weird. Yeah. Like, I like funky. I like Brett perception. But sometimes it goes too far. And with this one, it's gone too far. It's very band aid and that's not really tasting great. And with that kind of band aid note being combined with so many tannins, it's not great. This is kind of a wah-wah to me. Wah-wah. Wah-wah. I don't know. So we both... I mean, it doesn't suck as much as a double naked fish, that's for sure. I think the Westbrook's really good. I think the Oak Age Age Vanilla Worldwide Stout's quite good. I mean, this might actually kind of... Is this a tie? Yeah, I was going to say it might kind of be a tie.
0: This is my ranking.
1: Okay, so go ahead and... Well, there are some tasting notes on this fellow feeling, so I do want to read that real quick. And we'll see how far off we feel it is. This sour blends two beers with two fruits. multi red and amber sour ales join forces to balance the intensity of red wine grapes, Pinot Noir and Cab Franc.
0: Okay.
1: Makes sense. And black currants. The grapes provide a vinous backdrop for the potent cassis aromatics. The balance is firmly acidic with a drying finish.
0: Not overly dry.
1: I think there's a decent dryness that I think is being paired up a lot with those tannins. Acidic, a little bit. It's not nearly as acidic as I would assume reading that. I don't hate it, but I don't really love it. Yeah. You know, like, it's kind of this in-betweener. Just that Band-Aid is tough, Mm -hmm. man. It's really tough to get around that. Yeah. This is probably my least favorite sour I've had from them. Honestly, I should have picked the other one. There's a we have another sapwood sour that's like a sour pale with with pear juice. Should we just open that now? It's like a bonus, and it's not like one of my entries. If you want to, okay, I, I want to do that because we're gonna we're definitely dumping these last two. Like we just mm-hmm. can't. Um, but also, is this a Tie? I, I kind of feel it's like thai. it's a tie. Um, I'm going to go get the other one. Why don't you just go ahead and um,
0: share my go, rankings? Yeah. Okay. So my number four is the Double Naked Fish, the Bourbon Barrel Aged Imperial Chocolate Raspberry Stout. My number three is the Fellow Feeling by Sapwood Cellar, which is the sour ale aged in oak barrels with grapes and black currants added. My number two. Is the bourbon barrel aged brune which is the sour brown ale aged two years in bourbon barrels by Westbrook Brewing Company. And my number one is the Oak Aged Vanilla Worldwide Step by Dogfish Head.
1: So I'm not gonna go through all of that for mine, but mine's the same as hers for the bottom two, but switching the Westbrook and the Dogfish Head. So okay. my the Westbrook's my number one and then the Dogfish Head's number two. But those are pretty close in my opinion. Okay. Hence, I do think it's a tie. I do think it's a tie. And I feel bummed. I feel really? bummed about that fellow feeling because, you know, I've been trying to get you to drink it so much that it's kind of just been hyped up for myself. You know what I mean? But hopefully we're going to right the ship right here because I pulled out the other Sapwood sour we have called Pearlized. And this is a pale sour ale with Asian pear juice added. And it's 6.4%. Hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. If it's pear juice, it should be very fruity.
1: Yeah, I would think so. Uh, this one's from... When did we... Uh, okay. Brewed 919 of 2019. Bottled 112 of tw- 2021. Final pH 3.34. Seller 3 years. It's the same. Bottle count 576. So, this is another 500 milliliter bottle. So, let's see, let's see. if this is better. Let's get some redemption here from this last sour, because that was rough.
0: Okay. Very clear. Very light, very clear yellow. Look how clear that is. You can just see right through it.
1: Now, keep in mind, this is colder than we would normally be drinking it, since I pulled it right out of the fridge. So we'll just kind of have to apply that when we're getting the, the nose in this. In Isn't the taste. it so clear? It's beautifully clear. It's very yellow. It looks like a nice, like, Chardonnay. You know, like that deeper yellow color mm. that you get from an oak-aged Buttery. white. Yeah. It very much looks like that. Beautiful.
0: It smells good.
1: Has that mixture of the large, medium, and small bubbles just hanging out on top. It smells barnyardy a little bit.
0: I think it smells good. I'm getting a little what? pop I'm getting a little popcorn. Yeah. Are you getting popcorn?
1: It is a little popcorn y. I hope that's not um diacetyl. It doesn't smell buttery to me. It just smells a little barnyardy, honestly. And funky.
0: A little funky, a little lemony sour, definitely a little tart. <sighs> smell a little
1: corn like.
0: I could see that.
1: It's weird. I'm gonna be honest. It smells like a weird fart. Like weird fart. Kind of smells like a weird oh, fart. The, well, that
0: time. doesn't sound very appetizing.
1: No, there's just some weird, a weird nose there. I think it's because of the funkiness doing some odd stuff to the, to the beer notes. Mm, but
0: I like this. Very. I don't think I could pick out pear.
1: It's very easy. Very tasty. Yeah.
0: I couldn't pick out pear, but because I know it's there, it's very pear-forward, very juicy, um, a little Mm. sweetness, a little tartness.
1: This reminds me of a not very aggressive Sauvignon Blanc. Yeah. It's very like nice, acidic white wine, which would take me to a Sauvignon Blanc, but Sauvignon Blancs are a little more... They have a little more hit of acid
0: yeah, a little to them.
1: This is a little bit less than that. This is a very nice wine. Uh, wine. wine. Tastes like a wine, but it's a very nice sour beer. Yeah, I, I really like, like this. This is a great redemption from the, the fellow feeling. Not,
0: I know we were getting like some funkiness on the nose. I'm not getting a lot of funkiness in the taste. It's just more like...
1: It's very slight.
0: It's very just yeah.
1: tart. It does have like a... It almost has an apple juice to it, yeah. But since it's pear, like you know, it's, you know it's different, yeah. Um, that's tasty. So it has a decent sweetness to it. It has a decent acidic tart kick to it, mm-hmm. so and guess- it's clean mm-hmm. and it's refreshing and it's light on the mouth feel. It's very tasty and a little bit of funkiness,
0: just so this a is, little funky. This would be my number one if I had to re rank these. <laughs>
1: this would also be my number one if I had to re rank them. This is very nice. I like this a lot. That's very. if you would
0: have put this in, you probably would have won.
1: No, I definitely would have won if I put this in because it would have been the Westbrook and the pearlized, and yeah, I would have won. (sighs)
0: Well
1: that's rough. I was and I and I was so I was on the fence, but then I went with the fellow feeling because I was like, oh, I feel like Rebecca would be more into the grapes and currants as opposed to the pear. I was wrong. I, chose I don't know, wrong. because
0: I think I would have picked the pear one, because mm. they're, that pear cider that they did, the Jonah and Ida are pear, was so tasty. Oh,
1: yeah. That's so true. That was really good. Mm. This is awesome. I love this. Yeah, I do, too. I love this a lot. Okay, well, bonus beer. <laughs> bonus beer that just got added on. I like it when we do that. It's like a spontaneous. It's like we had too many that suck, which was two of them, kind of. And so we're like, we gotta have a gotta makeup. So let's let's do it. Plus, Sub- it helps get
0: substitution st-
1: helps get stuff out of the fridge too. So that's good. Yeah. Because we have more beers coming from Sapwood because Just
0: put an order in.
1: Yeah, we did a pre order because they had some really awesome stuff coming up. Which I mean, they always have awesome stuff coming up, but like it's particularly more awesome this time. So anyway, um, thank you everyone for listening to this. Really do appreciate it. Hopefully, you liked a return to these cellar dives. We will do more at some point. Uh, Send us emails if you want to just to say hi. Give us ideas for new episodes or tell us certain episodes that you really want us to do more of. Or tell us certain beers you might want us to have on or brewery showcases, any of that stuff. BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Instagram.
0: Brutal Battle Podcast.
1: And that's our main social media. Other than untapped, I'm Carlin Cook or Carlin C. I'm Rebecca C and rate us and review us on iTunes or whether, whatever podcatcher you use. We appreciate that help because um, it helps you know get more visibility out there. Also, word of mouth. Word of mouth is a big thing. Uh, if you want back episodes, the website BrutalBattle.com, but don't judge us too harshly on how bad the website looks. It's just there to host the RSS feed to get the podcast to the podcatchers, basically. We don't put a lot of work into it, so you can get back episodes there or archive.org just search brutal battle. But other than that, I think that's all the stuff. Really do appreciate everyone listening to it. I'm excited to finish this pearl eyes. Yeah, me too. And until next time,
0: keep it brutal. I feel so-